Welcome to Think About Eurovision, a Eurovision podcast with me, Maddie, a pirate who's taken over as only a true Halloweeny pirate does. And we have here a special guest today. Hello, this is me, Chris. Uh, this is this feels very weird. <laughs> look at us! Look at us switching things up. The reason we are doing this is because today I am bringing to Chris something new, something fancy, something spooktacular. That's not necessarily spooky in terms of what it is, but more in terms of what it represents. So today I bring you, well, something insane. How do you feel about this, Chris? I'm looking forward to whatever you've got here for me. Delightful. I think you're going to enjoy this. This is a song that you're possibly familiar with, but I think it's only fair that I bring it up because, you know, is crazy, is creepy, is unusual, is queer, is good. And I think that you will enjoy this. So you ready, you ready for it? We can Let, do it. Let's do this. All right. So this is from Lithuania this year. And let's see what uh, do. Lolita Zero. Yeah. Nice. I feel like it's only fair that we bring this up because we're talking spooky season. We've talking, you know, what is Halloween, but if not costumes, is not over the topness. A and lot of drag queens ha are birthed at Halloween. That is true. It is. It is a fact. So let me know when you're ready. Let's do this. Delightful. All right. First off, you can't deny that is an entrance. Just like that flash and the horns. I'm just like, this is like a perfect Halloween-y song in terms of how it feels. It really does feel like a great yes. Halloween. Well, I may have... I... Atmospheric one. Yes. I've still some campus with the sparkles from the hand. I do like how they, they bleep out, you know... The B word, because why not? <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> I will say, this song is much better recorded, but also, who cares? <laughs> like, this, it holds up live. <laughs> I mean, the good thing is that Lolita is actually, and I'm being generous with this word, yes. singing in this performance. Uh, because this is not the first time that Lolita Zero has been on the DNQ files. Um, back in the first series of the podcast uh, with Kim, I introduced her to um, Get Frightened, where Lolita lip-synced her way through the performance whilst one of her backing singers sang the song. Which is kind of a fascinating way to go about it. That just means that one of these days, Lolita Zero will be in Eurovision. I want it to happen. I know. But what I like about this is that, you know, it's going to an underrated part of Halloweeny part. Because no one's really scared of aliens anymore, but we could be. Because, like, you know, aliens had the whole horror explosion in the 60s and in the, in the 70s, 80s. And that was kind of at the point where, you know, aliens represented, you know, other, other nations. And now it's more about overpopulation that people are afraid of. So that's why people are gravitating towards zombies. But this one's just like, you know what? Let's go old-fashioned sci-fi. It's like season two of American Horror Story. It's like whatever the new one was. <laughs> that doesn't seem very good. But you know, 
if you want to be frightened by aliens, I would recommend the new TV version of War of the Worlds, which doesn't take much from the actual novel War of the Worlds, other than aliens coming to the Earth. But it's really dark and scary at times. Good to know. I think I've seen the first season of that, actually, which was good. But you know what I do like about this, though, that's also, you know, terrifying to most people? Is how, like, unabashedly queer it is. And, like, I think that's something a lot of people find threatening and scary, which might be why... Oh, yeah. I don't know if Lolita's ear will ever actually make it to Eurovision. Because it's just so over the top. Like, this would just scare Turkey right out forever. There's no way this would... <laughs> I mean... You... You can see everything on her backing dancers. Yeah. Doesn't leave much to the imagination. But, like, I, I remember I talked about this song before <laughs> on my own podcast, a Canadian Eurovision, under Bathhouse Bangers, because I still feel like it holds up as that. But it does, like, there is something that's very scary to a lot of the heteronormative world that is, you know, being unabashedly queer and rubbing that in people's faces and rubbing other things in people's faces. Like, that's... Sometimes I forget that the cishets do actually sometimes follow Eurovision. It's weird. Like, why wouldn't they? We don't want them. <laughs> now, if we did Chrissy will listen to this. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, Chrissy's... Chrissy's learning. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> We're telling her what not to Google. <laughs> yeah, right. Don't Google that, Chrissy. Oh, so sweet and innocent. <laughs> But yeah, I really wanted to bring that one to you because A, it's spoopy in its own way. And just, you know, it's it, if it's not me presenting it, it would be scary to a lot of people because there is something about that that's very dark, very grimy, very unashamed in its way. Yeah. So I think that there's something to it that's just like, you watch, the, like, you watch this with a kid, the kid will get scared. Oh, yeah. Not even I mean, just like a little perturbed like they'll be frightened of this this is you know weird scary abnormal imagery yeah i mean musically it's very sort of industrial dark music um very enjoyable for me i i do enjoy my music a little bit more on the sinister side when i'm not listening to scar you know obviously scar cannot sound sinister even if it tries it's I more mean, it hatari it's less really sister right yes um <laughs> but no i mean i i enjoyed the musical choices there i think there's something about it that's just really unique in the sense that it's well i, I think this whole sound is just as, as i pointed out before it's, it's very bathhouse it's very much that that feel that you only get in a place that's just so overtly grimy and so overtly like there for one specific thing, if you catch my drift. <laughs> and I feel I... like that's to a lot of people that's intimidating. That's scary. Yeah. This is me just like busting open a, a whole book and tome of queer theory on everything. So I mean, let's just have a look at the uh, information about that song. What can we find out about it? Cause I mean, I, you you were right. I have heard that song before, and I think it's just great. Mm -hmm. It did make it to the... Uh, but I've never really thought of it as a spooky song. But when you say so, it's like, of course it is. Yeah. It it's has all the hallmarks. An eerie, unsettling song. In a very similar way that Hatari 
um, Hatterin Monsigra was a scary song. Well, it's kind of the sound of the season that most people don't anticipate coming. Like, you think of the classic Halloween songs, which is like Monster Mash, or like Spooky Scary Skeletons, or something like really upbeat and boppy about it. Yeah. But at the same time, there's this underside of just being like, no, let's scare the piss out of you. Let's get frightened. Let's like, there's a serial killer in the house. What soundtrack do you choose? Like, this That's is something what's... that Danny Elfman understands. When Danny Elfman does like a Halloweeny song for Disney, he makes it friendly, but always unsettling. Yeah. Well, that's there's what's always so great something about other there. Oh, for sure. Well, that's what's so great about like Nightmare Before Christmas and Frankenweenie and all the, all those options. Beetlejuice. There's a reason we gravitate towards these, and it's, and it's a part of it is that it has this sound. It carries this whole underground notion of just being unsettling and dark and grimy and just, you know, there's something sinister about it. And there's yeah. a part of the season that's just like, let's just be, I think that's kind of why all the trickster gods are like dress up. And that's kind of why we do trick or treat with like the different, you know, costumes. There's a reason why like there's subwoofer and then you have this side of being like, we have the fun and fancy costumes, and now we have this dark and grimy, gritty costume. So there's a lot. There's a lot to unpack here. Yeah, definitely. Well, um, but we don't have all day. Here. Chris has to make dinner, and I have to go and scare my nephews. So this is this is what we must do for the sake of the podcast. Yes. Well, thank you for reminding me of that great song and making me realize it's actually a little bit spooky. There's enough spoopiness that we have. It's time we get a little bit of the dark crap. Next up, we'll do Hathard Muncie, but that made it. So, you know, <laughs> we can't really, we'll no, figure out the next one. You know, people liking that song. All right. Well, thank you for letting <laughs> me take over the podcast today. May I have, and I will see you again very soon. May I take control of the wheel again? I'm, I'm, I'm counting us out. I'm, I'm <laughs> doing it. Both ways. So, <laughs> anyways, moving on. Until next time, I am Maddie, your Eurovision pirate from Canada, and I'm saying goodbye. Bye.